0: yard here we are question uh, 42 now, how can a Christian do healing miracles like the Apostle Paul in today's world why does God heal some and not others now that's a good question especially if you're sick and need healing now I will testify that I have been supernaturally healed a couple times in my life I mean like big time supernatural huamo, and I've been part of people a group of people who prayed for others To be healed and seen them healed in supernatural ways not many but a few in my life there's a lot of people that have more faith for healing than i do so i am i do not have a special gift uh, of healings like some people have so his question is how can christians do healing miracles like the apostle paul in today's world and why does god heal some and not others it is a fact that god heals some and not others including when the apostle Paul prayed uh, he was quite often was unable to heal in his ministry okay let's read about that let's read about God giving the gifts of healings to people in the church now concerning spiritual gifts brethren I would not have you ignorant Uh oh looks like he had came down to our time again now the there are diversities of gifts that means a lot of different gifts, but the same Spirit, in other words, the same Holy Spirit gives different gifts. There are diversities of administrations. In other words, there's different ways of administering a gift. No, n- the administration of a particular gift is not going to be the same with everyone. Uh, one person may exercise the gifts of healing long distance. Another may lay his hands on someone. Uh, another may have healing occur over a few hours another may have it instantaneously so he said there's different ways of administering these gifts They're diversities of operations so the point here is diversity uh, I I about nine gifts mentioned and I'm not confident that that's like a total list I think the gifts of the Spirit are like unlimited it's whatever we need at the time whatever we have faith for whatever God needs to do uh, there's a gift for it. diversities of operations But it's the same Lord which worketh all in all but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all his point is that God gives these manifestations of the Holy Spirit So it'll profit the whole body of Christ not just one person for to one that means one not two Not three, not four, not four. To one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. That means subject A gets the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge. Subject B gets a gift called word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, A, B, C, that's the third person. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit. So not everyone gets word of knowledge, not everyone gets a gift of faith, not everyone gets a gift of healing, and just praying for it and just wanting it (laughs) won't make it happen, God divides them, the Bible said, as he wills, as he chooses. Uh, It's not Christmas time where you get to tell what you want ahead of time. Uh, God makes that decision. Father makes that decision. To another, working of miracles. To another, different person, prophecy to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues." Not to everybody, just somebody in the body, when it's needed, will have the gifts of tongues. Tongues is languages, gifts of languages. Now, that is, someone will be able to interpret. You have a church in Mississippi, somebody walks in uh, speaking nothing but Chinese, and God gives someone in the church the ability to speak Chinese so that they're able to interpret to the individual what's being said, and that individual is blessed. Or someone comes in to preach in Chinese, and no one there knows Chinese. So God gives one of the men in the church the gift of uh, interpretation, and he stands up and translates the man speaking. That's the gift of tongues. I've never seen it working in my life, but uh, it's, it could, I'm sure. Uh, and then he says, um, to another, discerning of spirits, prophecies, working of miracles, discerning of spirits, that is to discern when evil or righteous spirits are present. Uh, another, diverse, uh, to another, interpretation of tongues, but all these worketh that one in the self same spirit, one in the self same spirit, dividing, one, two, three, divide here, dividing to every man severally as he will. So God gives them out as he will. So when this person asks, how can you. For miracles like Paul, God has to give you the gifts of healings first. That's the beginning point. And uh, if you don't have the gifts of healings, it's okay to go to the elders of the church and ask them to pray for you and anoint you with all, praying over you in the prayer of faith, That someone else praying for you, will save the sick. So God gives a special designation to the elders To exercise gifts of healings even if no one among the elders has the gifts of healings and God sets okay uh, here we are in verse 28 uh, and God set some in the church first apostles secondarily prophets thirdly teachers after that miracles then gifts plural of healings plural helps governments diversities of tongues gifts of healings you know there In the Bible, there's no such thing as the gift of healing or the gift of miracles. It is the gifts, plural, of healings. In other words, each, each individual healing is an individual gift. What I'm saying is God does not empower a man to go around healing whom he will. There's never been anyone like that except the Lord Jesus Christ. And even he said that he couldn't do many miracles there because they didn't believe. So even Jesus was shut down from performing miracles in a certain crowd, a certain context, a certain frame of mind. But no one else in the Bible could just walk around and blanket heal whomever they wanted to, just say, oh, I've got the faith. That didn't happen, never has happened. In fact, there's no recorded event in history that anyone had those kinds of gifts. So it is gifts, plural, of healings, plural. So each event must be the will of God, and God must give the gifts of faith so that one with gifts of healings can believe God and a miracle can take place of healing. They do take place. They're taking place every hour of the day 365 days of the year, somewhere in this country, miracles are taking place. All right? Uh, one more passage, second, uh, no, i got three more. Second Corinthians 12, Paul said, "'Lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance "'of the revelation that was given unto me, "'a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, "'lest I should be exalted above measure. "'This thing I sought the Lord thrice.'" So, Paul had something he needed healing from. He said it was a messenger from Satan to buffet him. It's something that troubled him all the time. He said, I sought the Lord three times and that it might depart from me. So, I don't know what, what Paul's got. Maybe he's got uh, tuberculosis. Maybe he's got uh, a touch of leprosy. Maybe he's got uh, runny bowels. Uh, I don't know what his problem was. Maybe his stomach hurts all the time. Uh, and so he prayed, said, God, take this away. This is a thorn in the flesh. It keeps me from preaching, keeps me from working. So take it away. Uh uh-uh, God didn't do it. So he waits a couple of months. He prays again earnestly, fast, praise God, take this thing away. By faith, it's gone. But it wasn't. So a few months later, he says, Okay, I'm casting the devil out and rebuking the devil. I'm gonna, God's gonna heal this thing. I believe God. No healing. Oh, that's the Apostle Paul. I can't tell you how to be better than him. I can't ha- tell you how to get better results than Paul got. Uh, there are other times that God used Paul to heal. He was preaching one time, and a, a kid came up and sat down in the window, second-story window, and catch some breeze. That's a good spot to be in the middle of summertime, hot weather there in Jerusalem. And the uh, kid fell out of the window. Boom. Healed him. They all went and down screaming. I mean, what kind of reputation you're going to get in a church like that? You even got a lawsuit coming in our day and age. Well, Paul just raised him to death. So Paul, so when, when time was right and God wanted to do something, uh, miracles did happen. Uh, so Paul said, if I must needs glory, I'll glory in the things which concern my infirmities. So Paul lived with infirmities that he couldn't get cured. You know how through infirmity of the flesh, he said to the Galatians, I preached the gospel unto you at the first. Infirmities of the flesh. So Paul had more than one sickness or physical uh, maljustment, something, I don't know what it was. Some people think it was eye trouble because he had people write his letters for him and he wrote in big letters when he signed off. It could have been his eyes were running all the time. Could be he couldn't hardly see. People had to lead him around. I don't know what it was. Uh, Maybe that thing on Road to Maas kind of messed his eyes up. But it was an infirmity of the flesh. And then uh, 2 Timothy 4, here's Paul writing to Timothy, writing back to a a missionary assistant to Paul. He said, Greek, Priscilla and Aquila and the house of Nesferus and so forth, so forth. But Trothimus have I left at Miletus sick. So Paul had a helper. And uh, they were in Miletus, and they got ready to leave, and Miletus said, I can't travel. This thing's killing me. He's Coughing up blood, and he's sick, and I don't know what it was, but he's sick and just starts walking. He starts coughing or puking or whatever. I don't know what it was, maybe a high fever. And Paul said, well, I've got to go. And he said, well, I'm just going to leave you here. He said, pray for me." He prayed for him, no healing. And so Paul had to leave his helper there sick. So... uh, Paul says to Timothy uh, while he's writing, he said, uh, drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and then often infirmities. So Timothy had some often infirmities, apparently stomach trouble. He said, quit drinking the water, just sip the wine. And uh, he would made a good Catholic, but. And then in Romans chapter 15, we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak, not to please ourselves. So there are among us people with infirmities that we should bear those infirmities. James 5, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. This is not a gift of healing. This is a prayer of faith executed by the elders of the church. And the Lord shall raise him up. If he don't commit any sins, they'll be forgiven him. Confess your faults to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So, when the elders are praying, or we're praying for each other, or for ourselves, or our kids, we can't just pronounce, be healed. We- It doesn't work that way for us. But we can pray earnestly, fervently, and ask God for healing. And he said, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Sometimes God heals. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes we have to take something for our stomach trouble. We have to be left behind because we're sick. Now, I remember a few years ago, I got bit by a brown recluse right here on my thigh. And uh, my whole thigh swelled up from my knee to my groin, all about more than halfway around like that. And it was, made me so sick that I was, had a fever, puking, just, I mean, like I couldn't get out of my chair. I was nearly unconscious. And I, the, the, not the next morning, but the following morning, I was scheduled to speak before a TV crew with about 2,000 people present in Pennsylvania. And so it was all set up. Well, about 6 in the evening or 7 in the evening, something like that, I was lying there in the lounge chair, and the elders came from the church. I didn't even call for them. I was too sick to call for them. And they anointed me with oil. And somebody didn't tell them that just a little dude. I mean, they made me (laughs) greasy all over. And uh, they anointed me with oil, and they prayed for me. And uh, I immediately went to sleep. When I woke up, there wasn't a sign of that anywhere. I felt perfectly fine. I got up and started traveling that morning, next morning, and got to Pennsylvania that evening and spoke the next day. And, did, and, and it's the video that we used to sell. I don't know if we still do or not, but the first train of a child video that we had. So uh, I do believe in divine healing, and I do ask God for it, and I've asked God for it for my children, my wife, and myself. And continue to do so. But I am not, I do not have the gifts of healings, uh, but the effectual fervent prayer will avail much. So that's the answer to that question. Kinda lengthy, but I wanted to cover it all.